Hello, and welcome to our story for today. This is a Native American story, or indigenous people, which sometimes people refer to them, or they are known as Indians as well. So when you hear Indian, Native American, or indigenous people of North America, (laughs) those are all similar things. And in some, yeah. So this story was written a while ago, and they referred to those, the tribes that were living here before Europeans came as Indians. Now, that's not accurate, we know, and it's a little bit complicated, but this story, I'm going to try to not use that term, but if I accidentally read it, I will try to switch it over to a more mm, respectful term. So there you are. We'll say indigenous people, because they weren't, it wasn't America when, before Europeans were living here, so they weren't. Native Americans, per se. They were Native people of this place, (laughs) which was before it was called America. All right, so here's our story. Kachina brings the spring, and this comes from the southwest of the United States. An indigenous tribe living in the southwestern country was once filled with fear and suffering. It was the beginning of spring when the green buds should have been peeping from the trees and new flowers should have been lifting their fresh, cheery faces from the grass. But something was wrong with this springtime. It was not like spring. There was no rain from the hard blue skies that looked down without tears of pity on the hills and prairies that would not flower, and the dry creek beds where water used to flow. And the weather should have been warm, but it was bitter cold. In the day the sun was far away and had no heat. In the night, The moon and stars were like cold steel in the wide black sky, where no clouds floated. And because of these things, the indigenous people suffered great hunger. There was little food, only parched corn and acorns and shreds of dried buffalo meat. Gone were the wild deer, flown away were the wild turkeys, and gone were the buffaloes. The animals and the birds which the, in, which the indigenous used to shoot and eat could not live there without water and food, and they had died or had left the country, and the berries that the tribe need, needed to eat could not grow in the dry, hard earth. There was no rain to call them up from their sleep under the ground. The tribe wandered over the hills in search of food, but they could not find any, and they began to starve. The skin on their bodies became loose, their bones became to show through their flesh, and their women and children grew weak and moaned or cried in the night because they were hungry. One night the tribe's medicine man, the wrinkled, wise, old indigenous person who warded off the evil spirits and knew how to get the good spirits to grant them wishes, came out of his wigwam and beat loudly on his drum. He was calling the tribe to come to listen to him. The tribe hurried around and watched him in fear as he pounded on his drum and danced and shouted a song. The starving dogs, when they saw his painted face and his red eyes burning with the light of the campfires, howled and ran away with their tails between their legs and hid. They knew there was a strange power working in him. Suddenly the medicine man cried to the tribe, Oh, hear me! The great spirit has thundered in my ears and told me to speak. He has taken away from us the rain and the flowers and the animals because we have angered him. 
but we will give us help if we will make him a burnt offering. We must burn something which we love and most and gather its ashes and scatter them to the four winds of heaven. Then the winds will carry the ashes of the great spirit and he will be pleased again. Go back to your wigwams and think what we love most. Tomorrow we will burn it when the sun rises. Among the, Indi- among the indigenous tribe who listened to the medicine man was a little girl. She was holding in her thin arms a wonderful kachina doll made for her by her grandmother. This kachina was far prettier than any of the others in the tribe. It was made of wood carved with a flint knife. Painted on the wooden form were the clothes of a warrior, an Indian brave, and on its head was a war bonnet of blue feathers, and its eyes were made of two little black beads dyed from berries. The little maiden loved her kachina, carried it with her when she played, and slept with it in her arms at night. When this little girl heard what the great spirit wanted, she almost cried, for she felt in her heart that nothing among her people was more loved than her own doll. But she looked up and saw the shadows of pain in the face of her hungry mother. She saw how thin was the face of her baby brother strapped to her mother's back in his cradle. She remembered low moans in the wigwams at night, and she knew her people suffered because the great spirit was angry. She looked down at her beloved little doll, held it tightly to her, to her, and slipped away to her father's wigwam, where she lay down for a long time with her face pressed close against the doll. And that is the end of part one.